Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. You guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, y'all, yo, 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 check it out. We are back again for another rip-roaring wild ride on Yes Be With SB. I'm your host, SB Randolph III. Thank you for coming. Thank you. <laughs> Have a seat. Kick, kick your feet up. Sit down or go for a run. Or if you're driving your kids to school then don't drive off a cliff. <laughs> Welcome. I want to greet you today with glee. <laughs> because today we're going to be watching that glee documentary. I don't even know what it's called. I'll Google it in a minute. But um, so we're going to watch that glee documentary because I've been hearing a lot of things. And you know what? Here's the deal, you guys. I feel like here's the deal. I feel like so much has happened since all of this Glee stuff was happening that like my brain doesn't even have time for it. It's like we've been a whole pandemic and stuff. If everything is like pre-pandemic is like pre pre Jesus. What do they call that? BC. Like that's before Christ to me. <laughs> Glee is before Christ, honey. I don't even know. I don't even know. Honey, we we at Christ times right now, so I don't know. All right, this is Anno Domini over here i don't really remember anything that happened with glee i don't really care it doesn't affect my life so although i'd love for it to affect my life you know so ryan murphy if you want to call me you know we can we can make glee affect my life but until then it doesn't and so i don't really care you know here's the thing i don't really care but you know what i do love i do love me some drama <laughs> in fact everyone loves drama so whatever i love it here's the thing everyone loves drama they love other people's drama though they don't love their own drama they love other people's drama so i do love other people's drama so i'm gonna get right on into it you know i love true crime because you know we just love to watch other people be monsters but in my in my opinion i think that's our fascination with reality television and stuff too it's like other people's drama you know anyways but when you bring that shit to my house and i ain't, <laughs> ain't that fucking happy about it anyway so this glee stuff i'm dying to get back into it because i really don't remember it at all that washed all of the nonsense out of my brain but i'm glad that they're starting to like put the nonsense back in our brains because <laughs> i'm like going okay this feels a little bit more normal i want to talk i want to talk bad about Leah Michelle. 
<laughs> just to remind me of the good old days, you know? Like, <laughs> uh, Anyways, but speaking of Leah Michelle, like I did watch, speaking of the pandemic and Leah Michelle, I did watch that uh, Spring Awakening documentary on HBO Max, which was amazing. You guys, like, I love Spring Awakening, the show. Uh, I think it's one of one of those pivotal defining moments of youth and Broadway, you know, akin to like rent and hair. Uh, and so it was a very uh, pivotal moment in the early like 2000s uh, for the youth of America. And I really where is that musical now? It just doesn't exist right now. Honestly, it's it's not there. I'm, I'm trying to think of uh, what's the 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 Orpheus and Eurydice one what's the what's the one the Orpheus and Eurydice one come on it's like the only thing that's on Broadway right now with the weird Donald Trump guy hold on with the lamps that are swinging Hades Town that's the one Hades Town with the swinging lamps and the weird guy who's supposed to be Donald Trump <laughs> Donald and Melania Trump are in it for some reason I don't know Anyway, um, Hades Town, great musical, but it's really, I mean, I guess it's really trying to be that musical, but it really just isn't. I know Tino Shade to Hades Town. I love Hades Town, but um, it just really isn't Spring Awakening. And Spring Awakening, to be quite frank, really wasn't Rent. And I'm sure if you grew up with hair, then you're saying Rent really wasn't hair, but whatever. It's so funny, though, guys, to go back and, because, you know, I always watch Rent, like, especially around, like, Christmas time. I don't know. It feels like a holiday musical, mostly because it's, like, about holidays. You know, it's sort of the milestones, the guideposts of the, the narrative are built around the holidays. And so it just feels like a Christmas musical to me, you know? Because remember when it starts snowing and Rent? I don't know how we got here. I know how we got here. It's Leah Michelle. It's Glee. Of course, we're going to talk about musicals, so I don't have to feel bad about my tangents today. So, nah. I love Spring Awakening. I don't feel like, I feel like none of people are familiar with Spring Awakening. So if you haven't seen Spring Awakening, maybe they should make a movie of the musical, though. Like, I think they should. I'll direct it. And starring me, 543 Open Sesame. That was from Rent, for those of you who don't know. <laughs> I feel like there's a whole generation of people who who literally still know all of the words to Rent. <laughs> but, like, here's the thing. I remember what I was going to say. Here's the thing. Rent feels like if you go back and watch it or listen to it, well, first of all, fuck the movie. Okay, let's just get into it. Fuck the movie, okay? Christopher Columbus or whoever directed that movie, like, just shut up and be quiet and just don't ever do anything ever again because you have ruined Rent. I feel like he did do something good after that. Something that I saw and I was like, oh, this is him? Oh, well, I almost forgive him for Rent. <laughs> like, but I don't. I'm gonna look him up. But yeah, that movie was just awful. I mean, I'm glad they got most of the original cast, but I'm kind of, it's like, they were like, we're gonna get the whole original cast except for Daphne. <laughs> just like, it's, why? Well, Daphne looks her age, so we can't really be. Well, first of all, none of these motherfuckers look 20. So let's talk about that for a hot minute. Like, Jesse L. Martin looked like somebody great-grandfather up in here. In a good way, you know? Like a kind grandfather, but a grandfather all the same. But, I mean, he could still sing, though. But the, the but it was just like, huh? Like, nobody looks their age. What are you talking about? And just like the weird, it's like the weird choices that they made with the casting. It was all very bizarre. It's like, bring back the original cast or motherfucking don't. Jonathan Larson. Hi, Christopher Lummis. Jonathan Larson does not need your fucking help. Like he did, he, he did the damn thing. Okay. He knew what he was doing. And so they made all these weird changes and some changes in the narrative too. Like they changed like what Christmas Eve to New Year's Eve or something. It was like so weird. I was like, shut up. That's just so superfluous and unnecessary. Like you're dumb. I hate you, Chris Columbus. All right, let's, 
Let's see, let's see what he's direct. He looks exactly like I. I just clicked on his IMDb. He looks exactly like I would have thought. He looks like that guy. Like, <laughs> I know what we should do. Shut up. All right, Harry Potter, of course. Let's see, Night at the Museum. No, so none of these are the ones that I. Scoob. All right. Oh, the lighthouse. Damn it, I love the lighthouse. That's Eggers. Damn it, I love you, Chris Columbus. You son of a bitch. It's one of my favorite movies ever. <laughs> I love everything Eggers has done. If you've listened to this podcast, you would know that. And, of course, he's an executive producer of The Lighthouse, which is one of my favorite movies ever. So I take back the past five minutes of slandering Chris Columbus. (laughs) And the last 30 seconds of my impression of a picture of him. (sighs) Okay. Well, that was was some hard crow to swallow. Um, but Rent the Movie is just an abomination. <laughs> like, it's just really just one of the worst things ever. It's just like, it's just so bad. It's so, so bad. And I hate that this is some people's only impression of Rent the Musical is this stupid movie <laughs> that they made. God, it's so awful. It's so bad. And there's, so you know, there's musical adaptations that are better than the show, like Chicago. It's better than the fucking Broadway show. It's better. There's some that are worse. Cats. <laughs> Les Mis. <laughs> like, but, uh, like, Rent is one of those ones that's worse. But I want to, they should do a Spring Awakening. and I. But I want to direct it. <laughs> and Leah Michelle will not be in it. Actually, she could, she could play the mom characters. But <laughs> by the time I get to direct it, she'll, she'll be old enough to be the mom. So, like, <laughs> she, she won't be happy about it. But she'll take the job. Like, what she's on uh, Broadway now, like, which is so, I mean, because it's like, they did Funny Girl, they're like, we're not doing, because we all, first of all, let's just talk about this, the shade of it all, of doing Funny Girl and not casting Leah Michelle with some shade, that's that old Broadway shade, that's that Nederlander shade, like, what on earth, you knew who to cast, come on, she's been auditioning for this role, literally, her entire life. And you did not give her the role. And then they just, you know, they're like, we got somebody quirky to do. <laughs> and then it just backfired. And everyone's like, the fuck is this? Oh, my fuck. How much was this ticket? $900? <laughs> in <laughs> pandemic? In this economy? My motherfucking ticket back. <laughs> so, then they were like, they quickly fired her uh, <laughs> after after zero Tony Awards. Or I don't I don't know how many Tony Awards the show got. It might have gotten one for like costuming or something. I have no idea. Um, but I know they quickly fired her after that, the lead. Uh, I'm sure she's great at many things, but apparently she wasn't good at this. I didn't see it, you guys, because I live in L.A., so I didn't see it. So I don't fucking know. This isn't a personal attack on whoever that is because i don't even know their name um but uh then they they went ahead and hired leah michelle because they were like well we're just gonna gonna do what we already knew we needed to do so i guess the show's doing great now so i guess maybe that's it they just need to (laughs) make the next great youth musical just hire leah michelle doesn't matter what's it gonna be about what would the next great youth musical be about Uh, nothing about social media but it had to be about like some sort of social movement but like I don't know. What's a youthful social movement that's happening right now? Let's write this musical right now. I'm kidding. Um, it, it would be called Woke. <laughs> woke the musical. <laughs> Starring Leah Michelle. She would play 
<laughs> just because they they have to they have to they just, sorry they have to hire her because she's the only one who brings butts in the seats as a producer you know it's like I'm a producer I'm a Broadway producer my name is is Wilson Wilson O Dandy <laughs> Wilson O Dandy <laughs> of the old Dandy Theater. <laughs> 59th and Broadway. <laughs> Wilson O'Dandy here. And we gotta do us a, a, a show. We gotta make a musical show. <laughs> Who's that girl with the, the girl, the girl with the voice, uh, the voice, you know, she's like, ah, the annoying girl. What's her name? Get her in it. Uh, get her in it. Show her some, she'll make some money for her. What's her name? And they're like, Leah Michelle. Leah Michelle, get her over here. Uh, yeah, so let's get a let's get a somebody somebody write it. <laughs> We're gonna get to write it. Uh, somebody somebody speaks to the children. Somebody who knows exactly what the kids are thinking. One of those writers that know Logan Paul. Yes, Logan Paul. Get him to write it. <laughs> kids love Logan Paul. Yeah, and we'll get a Timothy Shalomatut. Timmy, Timmy, Tay, Tatapout, Tatamat, Shadamatat. We'll get him in there. Timmy, 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 the little tiny Timmy. We'll get him in there. The one, the one who fucks peaches. Get that boy. Get him over there. Get him in it. And him and, him and Leah, and they'll, you know, we'll call it Woke, the musical. It'll just be really, really woke. And uh, we also, you know, we'll have a bit of black stuff in it. You know, but, uh, you know, but uh, Leah will be the star. You know, she'll, she'll play every character, she'll play everything. <laughs> <laughs> just every anything uh, like oh Marza Marza play all the black roles <laughs> it's how woke it'll be it'll be colorblind right but colorblind the other way so that the black people are taking black roles right okay so yeah it's great it'll make our money back and anyway so that's <laughs> I think that's uh, called Woke the Musical, Woke exclamation point, the musical. And I I feel like there might, we might get a commercial from that later. <laughs> so, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> anyway, I don't remember what I was talking about. Leah Michelle, of course. Um, I don't remember what the point was. Uh, I hate Rent the Movie. I love Rent the Musical. They need to make Spring... Oh, and the Spring Awakening uh, uh, documentary thing... All that's known, or I think that was what it's called, on um, HBO Max was like it was like you know I feel like we're in this redemption arc of Leah Michelle, and so I think this was an important piece because it made her seem like a nice person, even though there were a lot of stories in there that were just where you like you know you're like oh that doesn't that doesn't seem that doesn't seem very nice, you know she is super elitist she does like she does is very like segregative. Like, especially that she's like, the leads, all of us leads did this. And all of the leads of Spring Awakening did that. And I was like, girl, it's like, and then now all these stories are coming out. We're like, she kicked us out of the table because we weren't the lead and on Glee. And I'm like, well, yeah, okay, that sounds about right. That that checks out. Um, but, it, you know, it was a, it was a good little uh, documentary. And then I like that she was like, well, again, she was like, all of us leads, we hit out and we... Um, slept overnight in the theater and we had like a sleepover in the theater which is like highly illegal but i'm it's like so cute that they did that you know and took little pictures and stuff and you know before they all went on to their various careers and stuff and it was like their last week of doing shows together or whatever anyways but yeah a great uh documentary also check that one out if you like spring awakening but for right now we're gonna watch this documentary 
about Glee. Here's the deal. I saw, I I read something that said three people died and I cannot remember them. (laughs) Like I know the girl in the boat and I know Corey Monteith or whatever. I don't know how to say his name. Um, I feel like it was drugs. I don't know. This is, I'm not speaking ill of the dead. I just genuinely don't remember. I said that before. So I don't know. I don't really, and I don't remember the third person who died. So I'm like, I'm really thinking like it wasn't Chris Colfer. Cause I know he's still throwing shade at Leah Michelle as he should. And then I'm like, who else was on the motherfucking show? Matthew Morrison. I know he got fired. Fired from So You Think You Can Dance for like sexting one of the contestants. Or was she a minor? I don't know, girl. See, I'm not in it. Whew. Uh, That's why I don't like doing this. All right. So, because, yeah, they all had a little bit of skin. Who else was on the show? Sue Sylvester. Now, she was in the Broadway <laughs> show. The, the Funny Girl show. <laughs> but then Leah Michelle got the job and then Sue Sylvester quit. <laughs> <laughs> just to tell you a little something, something about that because if that was my old co-worker who I enjoyed working with and then they joined the show I'd be happy to do it especially if I ain't doing nothing else but Sue Sylvester said that's, that's a wrap that's a wrap on me <laughs> so, <laughs> she said not again never again motherfucker <laughs> so, <laughs> life is too motherfucking short <laughs> she said nope <laughs> And you know when people turning down jobs in this economy, you know it's not good. So somebody said something. Somebody said not again, whether it was her or whether it was the other one. I don't know. Anyway, so I'm just creating. That was a scandal I just created. (laughs) So it's not based in any facts, you guys. So I'm just talking shit right now. It's my new podcast called Talking Shit. (laughs) Like, Which I'm like, you know, maybe there'll be a gossip podcast coming out soon. We'll, we'll see you guys. I need to watch this fucking movie. Like, <laughs> at recording time. <laughs> at recording time, we're 20 minutes deep, which is normally when I take a commercial break. <laughs> but uh, I've yet to start the fucking movie. All right. So let me go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and get started on this and press play on what is this called? I don't know what it's fucking called yet. Sorry, Glee. Glee. Let me Google it. It's apparently called The Price of Glee. We're going to watch The Price of Glee. We're going to see The Price is too damn high. The Price of Glee. I And I, it's, I believe it's on ID if you're looking for it, which is like the Discovery Plus Network family, the Food Network Discovery Plus, you know, HGTV Network. So check that out and we're gonna press play on the price of glee in this economy <laughs> right now oh doggy all right just watch the intro so i guess the, the so it, it was cory monteith naya rivera and also the puck guy i hadn't i had I, I feel like i had blocked that one out <laughs> and i now know why because it had something to do with corn with miners corn and self life sabotage that's how we'll just we're just gonna dance around all this shit today because i don't really want to just just dark shit right here okay it's suddenly not a comedy anymore okay so yeah 
this is uh this is this, um, this is gonna be this is gonna be a deep dive into some some shit I don't really want to go into right now. Okay, so clearly we're only gonna watch the first episode of this because I'm not shit. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be pissy pissing pissing. I'm gonna be piecing out after that. So yeah. Oh my god, I forgot Darren Chris was on this show. God, this is how we know Darren Chris. Look, here's the deal, guys. This makes no sense. But since I moved to L.A., I've had an ongoing feud with Darren Chris in my own mind. <laughs> like, it has nothing to do. He's, I've never met him. <laughs> I cannot even tell you why. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I just don't like him. You know, do you guys ever do that? Just you, there's just somebody, and you just like, I don't like them, and so I don't know why. Because it, I, well, it, I, I do know why. Because first of all, I'm a very good judge of character. Blindly, I will tell you who's lying. I will tell you who's a piece of shit. I will tell you who's untrustworthy. People try to put on facades or whatever. I see right through that shit. I see the real you, and he's one of those people where I'm like, mm, uh, and just wait for it. And that's all I'm going to say. This is, and I'm Because first of all, I'm always right. All I'm going to say about my arch nemesis, <laughs> Darren Chris, for a decade now, all I'm going to say about my arch nemesis, Darren Chris, is you just wait for it, you guys. <laughs> because it will come to light. What is in the dark will come to light. And you will all know that you heard it here first. You heard it here first, folks. Okay, really quickly, can we, like, they just, they were just talking about Amber Riley, which is, you know, fine or whatever, but it was like this, I, I just, here's the thing, okay, it's this white woman, and I guess, I don't know, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I forgot what capacity she worked on the show, but I, here's what, here's what I want to say, just in general, like, white people, please listen, like, if you're white, please listen up, please lean in, please turn up the volume, please, because I just, I can only say this once, I promise I'm not going to yell, I just, I just, I don't want to have to say it ever again. When this woman was talking about Amber Riley, she said, oh, <laughs> When she came in, oh, I could just feel her sass. <laughs> like, guys, stop it. Please stop describing black people as sassy. <laughs> like, I just, I don't. Like, it has such undertones. It has undertones of disobedience. So, like, please stop using sass, okay? Like, it's just, it's just, it's so, it's, 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 it's very, it's like, it's like rooted in slavery. And if I want to do a deep dive, I could find the history of the word sass. It is 100% rooted in slavery. I can tell you that. So just stop using sass to describe black people and specifically black women. She was not sassy. She, she told the truth and she didn't care who was listening. And we enjoyed that about her. 
that's all of that is better than fucking sassy. It's just so, it's like, you sassing me, girl. Like, stop that. Oh my God, I forgot Leah Michelle's one of the children in, in Ragtime. They should bring back Ragtime. No, it's far too expensive. That would be a movie, though. All right, I'll direct that one. So anyway, so, but she's a little Jewish girl in Ragtime. I forgot about that. So anyways, anything, whatever. She's got it honest. She's been doing this since she was like five. <laughs> like, <laughs> she could be a monster if she wants to be. I can't wait to see her. Our new show. And on that, let's take a break. You guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys. It's time for a message from our sponsors. But here at Yespy with SB Randolph III, there's one thing that sets us apart from the other shows, and that's that we don't have any sponsors. <laughs> so <laughs> But if we did have sponsors, we would probably be sponsored by something like a musical for the new generation. Woke the Musical, starring Leah Michelle. Coming soon to Broadway, it's Leah Michelle in Woke! Exclamation point, the musical. Well, this bus is going mighty slow. I hope I get home all right after a hard day's work. It's hard being a black woman in the United States of America. Starring Leah Michelle, featuring performances by Leah Michelle. Hmm? What? You want me to get out of my seat? Me? My name is Rosa Parks, and I ain't getting up out of my seat. Not for no white woman, I'm not. Incomparable moments of theater with Leah Michelle. I'm never giving up my seat, white lady. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. A supporting cast headlined by the one and only Leah Michelle. Me? Well, I'm Malcolm X. Executive producer, Leah Michelle. Assalamu alaikum, my brothers. Arrangements forcibly dictated by the one and only Leah Michelle. With staging reconfigured by Leah Michelle herself. Well, I heard Martin Luther King is coming to town, and he's going to give us a speech. Martin Luther King is coming. Martin Luther King is coming. All recasting headed up by the one and only recasting director, Leah Michelle. I have a dream for black people like me. Choreography adjusted by Broadway's own Leah Michelle. Me? Well, I'm Harriet Tubman. Come on, Negroes, follow me to sweet freedom. Catering complained about by Leah Michelle herself. Me? Well, I'm Barack Obama. I have this summer, witness the musical that is soon to be performed at the Tonys, whether you like it or not. Me? Well, I'm Frederick Douglass. I's just a house slave, slaving for the white men. Leah Michelle's woke exclamation point. A Leah Michelle production by Leah Michelle. Was that good, Leah? No! Do it again! You guys, you guys, you guys, we back, you guys, we back, we back, we back. Look, I am kind of, here's the thing, I'm, I'm tortured right now. By the way, I've never exaggerated anything in my life, but I'm tortured. 
right now by this because it's like I'm starting to remember liking Glee. I'm starting to remember being like, oh, oh, yeah, that was so fun when they would do that. And then remembering like how when they would sing some dumb song and it would just jump on the charts, but it would be the Glee version of the song and not the original artists, <laughs> you know, the original artists. I mean, they're still getting kickbacks, you know from from royalties and shit but it was like you know people were listening to the glee version of things and then going i love that song who sings that leah michelle no she doesn't that's um actually belinda carlisle i don't know is that a singer <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but they, i remember the glee version of things charting and then people think, thinking that these were these were songs from glee and it's like no these are real songs that, <laughs> that glee is covering i remember that getting old very quickly though i do remember that just because of the sheer amount of songs that they would go through every week because it was like there's probably like five or six songs in each episode that they're covering at least and so then it was like you know that over a season of 22 network you know at that time you know at that time people were actually working hard not doing these fucking eight episode seasons but anyway um so <laughs> fucking eight episode season with three three years in between it the fuck is this i can <laughs> 10 episodes but you have to wait five years for the next season fuck you how about that networks put more money in it i remember all of those songs and so it was like the it was like a complete saturation i remember charts oh my gosh just like the itunes charts would just be chock full of this bullshit <laughs> and real artists are like how am i supposed to release my song right now <laughs> like they're just record companies are strategizing around when glee is airing so that they can like actually have their real artist <laughs> release a song and it chart Oh my goodness. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. So here's this is what I'm thinking though, because if they were all singing <laughs> show choir versions of all of these songs for years and years, and it's hundreds of songs, they must all be so fucking rich right now. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. They were all, I'm, that's insane. They must all be so fucking rich right now. That's probably why we don't hear from it. Wasn't that, you know, it's not a glee curse. They're just fucking rich now. <laughs> like, it just, it's like the cast of Friends. I like most of them just disappeared. Not because they were untalented, but because they're like, I don't know, what's I going to fucking do? $150 million. <laughs> what the fuck do I do now? Oh my God. They're talking about these mall tours. And then, so yeah, the mall tours. But also, remember the arena tours that they would do during hiatus, during the summertime? That was wild. People would buy concert tickets to watch these children butcher songs <laughs> i think they would buy buy like a hundred dollar tickets to watch show choir versions of songs <laughs> i was never that deep in the cult thank god wow i forgot that that was a whole thing what that was a thing right or was that american idol Okay, so I looked it up. It was a thing. You guys, it was a thing. Um, also, so now they're talking about Corey and Leah dating. And I'm like, oh, I didn't remember that part. I feel like I blocked that out if that happened. Or I just didn't care. I probably didn't care because I was like, you know, uh, who cares? So, but yeah, I'm like, what? Well, of course, that's not going to go well. You can't do that. You can't do that. Like, you can't. <laughs> Leah, always putting her dick in the company ink. You know what I'm saying? Just don't put your dick in the company ink, Leah. So they're getting into like, so here's like social media 
like that's the whole thing is like you have to like it's like that thing of like not understanding how social media has like just completely ruined our lives in the past few years i feel like it's like it's like the past 10 years like social media became like oh something cute and fun to like you must do this or you don't exist and it's like okay overlord you know, I feel like AI is like just like like running us now. It's like the machines are running us. Ooh, ooh, he got deep. He got deep. This this documentary is making me very deep. So, um, but yeah, they're talking about how like they were starting to gauge followers, like who had the most followers, and like at one point, Leah Michelle had the most followers, so she was the most popular person on the show. So every tweet that she tweeted was the best, you know, whatever. And so it's so funny because I think people still do that now which is so silly, but it is what it is. So, you know, that is what it is. Anyway, so the, yeah, it's just also tracking the story is also tracking the the trajectory, the rise of social media and how that affects real people's lives and also like affects the media that we consume. Anyways, <laughs> back to the show that I found on TikTok. <laughs> Y'all, y'all, they're talking about stalkers, which I, here's the thing. Like, I want to talk about that, but I do want to talk about, I have always wanted to be catfished. <laughs> like, I think it would be like, well, first of all, it wouldn't be funny, but here's the thing. I think like, so I, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like if you get catfished, then, you know, like, it's like fun, but then, you know, cause you're like, who are you? Who are you? And then, then it's like Scooby-Doo and then they take off the mask. You're like, ah, oh God, you know? And then, you know, they're like catfish. Gotcha. You know, and you're like, oh, son of a catfish. How do I get catfished? You know, like, I don't know. I think it would be fun to be catfished. Maybe I just like the show. Speaking of which, you guys. So I do still watch the show Catfish, first of all. Post Max. What was that movie he did with Zac Efron? Anyways, that's a tangent. But I actually, I'm going to be honest, you guys. I liked that movie. Whatever that movie was that Max did, that he directed his directorial debut, which made like $50 in the box office. The one that starred uh, Zac Efron. Like, we, we are your friends or something like that. Anyway, I didn't think it was that fucking bad, honestly. But it made like $50 in the box office, whatever. So Max left Catfish to do this movie, to direct this movie, and then it flopped. <laughs> I don't know. Has he directed anything since? I'm not going on that tangent right now, you guys. I'm sorry. But um, what I did notice was the show Catfish. All right, here's the deal. Like, I feel like they're in the middle of a contract dispute because, you know, Cammy took over for Max when Max left. And we love Cammy. We love Kimmy, which also Kimmy's now hosting Are You the One, which is new now on MTV, but it's also on Paramount Plus, you guys. So I'm watching that one. I love Are You the One, but it's like it has it's been gone for like four or five years or something. Anyway, so they and they were they replaced the host twice, and now now it's Cammy. Anyways, what the fuck was I talking about? <laughs> I wanted to get catfish. No, here's what I noticed. So I'm watching catfish as I do on Hulu. And I notice, like, I feel like here's the tea. I think they're in the middle of a contract dispute because I looked at this past season of Catfish. I don't know what season. It's probably like nine or 19, but it, they're on episode like 72. <laughs> now, let me break this down for you. There's a reason why networks don't 
start a new season because I feel like and I'm y'all if I think I'm exaggerating with 72 episodes in this latest season of Catfish I want you to go look it up on Hulu and I want you to I want you to see that I'm not fucking lying and so they're on like episode 72 of the season so here's the D, you guys. And I know nothing about any of this, but I, I do know a couple of things about something. And this screams contract dispute because here's the T. There's a reason why the network wouldn't start a new season. And that's because the actors are bound by the contract of an old season and they're bound by that pay of that old season. So networks will squeeze as many fucking episodes out of a previous season before they have to enter into a, a new contract. So I'm guessing there was no episode limit on the seasons in the contract that they signed. So the network is making them stay at their present rate. <laughs> And just calling this the same fucking season. And they're going to ride it till the fucking sun goes down. <laughs> Look, there's 72 episodes deep in a single season of Catfish. That is a contract dispute. Well, that's them not wanting to enter into a contract dispute and not having to renegotiate. Guarantee you 100%. It was just shocking to me that there's not a new season. and It's like 70 episodes deep. Check it out. I am not fucking lying. Anyways, how did I get here? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I want to be catfished. That stands. And I would love to be on the show, too. So, so we could find out who my catfish is. So, you know, if you're bored, hit me up. Okay, we're done now. Okay. Mm, yeah, it's dark, you guys. It's dark. It's getting dark out here in these glee streets. Um, They actually started the whole show with a quote from Ryan Murphy was like, you know, it started about, you know, being fun and about outcasts and it turned into darkness and death. And I'm like, oh, okay. So he's aware. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. You guys, yeah, yeah, you know, just know what you're getting into if you get into this. Um, I mean, you can Google all of this stuff if you really wanted to, but I mean, it's, I don't know. It's an interesting watch. It's interesting. Uh, you know, here's the thing. I'm going to be honest. I kind of want to sit down and watch the other I'm kind of sucked in, but I'm not going to like, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see if you guys listen to this episode. <laughs> if so then I'll, I'll watch the other two and, and document it. But if I'm not, if I'm not getting listeners out of it, then I'm, I'm going to leave all of this darkness in the closet where it belongs. I just like, I don't, I, it's like, you know, it's the thing. It's like it's concerning all of this. I feel like I'm a little, I'm a little too woke. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of want to get unwoke about it. Did somebody say woke the musical starring Leah Michelle? No, Leah. I'm too woke. Damn it, Leah. Not I'm right now. Woke is a fuck. I'm woke as fuck. Who's going to close my eyes? Leah. I'm a Negro. I said a Negro girl. I'm You guys, 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 thank you so much for joining us today on Yes Be with SB Randolph the Third. Yes Be with SB. Breaking it down. All the movies, the TV shows, everything that's streaming, everything that you want to know about. 
everything that you did watch or you was thinking about maybe watching or whatever that's what i'm here for just to let you know all about it so if you see something and you are on the edge of like should i listen to this episode because i don't know i'm on the edge of this i will push you over the edge and right before i get to spoilers just pause it and then watch it and then unpause it so you can enjoy the experience thank you guys for watching and don't forget to follow click follow right now click follow and then also click five stars on the rating do it do it right now and then also write a review say hey i love the show it's fun or i hate it whatever just say something please say something to me um but yeah so we'll see you guys next time for some more fun thank you for joining me see you later how would you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.